All right, welcome to another Indecorous Podcast. Purveyors of fat for us and fucked up history join in this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh, learn a fat, and try out all our super safe indecorous life hacks. As always, we have Carlos. Yep. Bobby. Yo. And today our special guest, comedian Brian O'Neill. Hey. And I'm Ian. I'll be your drunk driver through this collision course of nonsense. All right, gang. So we got a special episode. And before we kick this off, we've got Mark Cuban's phone number. So for the lucky few that called it before the post was deleted, he is accepting texts from random people to pitch him business ideas. I pointed this out on Reddit and asked a few people, hey, you guys got any unethical, shitty business ideas? And this is uh, what we got. I'll let Bobby take this while Carlos gets the text ready. All right. So this week's pitch comes to us from Trapper Electrical 01. And it is sell broken objects to blind people and broken noisemakers to deaf people. They can't tell the difference. I mean, what is inventor of the Cuban cigar, Mark Cuban, going to do with this? <laughs> if we do get the follow-up and he wants to do a deep dive on this, I mean, I've already thought this out. So Domino's recently got sued for not having a blind person-friendly UI on their website. So a blind person was like, oh, I can't place an order. Fucking going to sue. And they actually won the lawsuit, which is crazy. Because sure. I didn't know until recently that apparently if your business in the 21st century all of your websites have to be blind person efficient. So, yeah, uh, that's why the indecorousintercation.com <laughs> is narrated. If you go there, there's a narration of what's on the screen. It as actually as, only works for blind people. Yeah, as soon as we find somebody that is actually willing to describe what's on our website and not kill themselves. So speaking of that, have y'all seen they have like porn now where they like tell you what's happening? Oh, really? Oh, audio porn. Yeah. They're like describing the scene, but they're doing it in a way that's very sexual too. Yeah, I was like, oh, do I they just, like, actually use the terminology? Do they say vagina or do they say pussy? I think they say pussy. Like, and they even describe the person they're like, redhead, girls. Is this just in, something very... that you listen to while you're going to sleep or something? Like, yeah, awesome. it's like uh, <laughs> my white noise app. As you whatever the noise. Yeah. <laughs> Thick that's white a, noise app. Invention. Let's do that porn noise app. Right. I already got a response. Oh, you well, did? Yeah, it's a link, and then it says, hey, it's Mark Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> so, so apparently we're not the first ones to try this. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Hey, it's Mark Cuban. Thanks for connecting on Community. Make sure to click the link you just got and fill out the sign-up and let me know what's on your mind. I'm here to talk to anyone and everyone who wants to talk to me. Let's Please, go. He'll never read it. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> seems like the guy that would just take your idea. Yeah. <laughs> just like not yeah. you're just, give you any credit. Idea. You're just giving a brilliant <laughs> business idea gold. to a billionaire. Right. It's been a minute now, actually, since I had the idea, but I've been trying to get somebody to finance my uh, crotchless diapers. <laughs> crotchless <laughs> diaper. For the sexy baby the in your life. <laughs> yeah. Also, if I'm blind, I feel like I can still tell if something's broken. I was, thinking, <laughs> I was thinking that, too, because if it's like glass, I was like, oh, I just fucking cut myself on this thing. You, you can still feel things. Right, yeah. You can still tell if you get a Rubik's Cube that's like, oh, I was like, wait a second. Yeah, but I mean, if you ha if you were blind and had a Rubik's Cube, people would be like, good job. You, yeah, did, yeah. you did it. How would you know if you won? Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, oh, again, you groups. did that. <laughs> you saw that. That's got to be a record. <laughs> Yeah, I thought yeah. about that. Well, they, Actually, Attell eventually had a joke about it, but how, like, the first blind guy to climb Mount Everest, I was like, how does he know? How does he know? <laughs> He's like, how, you know, he just climbed a little bit, and they were like, hey, good job, buddy. <laughs> Kicking it off to our craziest shit lead story, 
So apparently, everyone is scared of incels, right? Well, a new warning just came out that incels are about to do a crazy mass attack. What? Isn't that in the book of Revelation? (laughs) (laughs) The incel mass attack? I I think it's also a video game that's getting uh, some some crowdfunding right now. Modern Warfare, I believe that's it. In other news, U.S. officials have recently warned members of the U.S. military about the potential for a mass shooting to occur at screenings of the Warner Brothers film Joker that was recently released. I went to see that, and they had a a thing at at the theater. It was like, hey, this is not your typical superhero movie or whatever and like they were actually had warnings oh wow so i'm, I'm, I'm sure that's what stopped people from shooting up the yeah. theaters right, yeah of course they print that warning you know but yeah you see that in comic sans and you're like no nah, i can't fucking <laughs> fuck with that you know what? it's something they printed it off the that. office plus i feel like it's no fun when people know the mass shooting is coming you know like it's like <laughs> yeah. it's all about the element of surprise yeah, it's gotta know? feel real you know <laughs> i went to see batman once years ago and it was right after the batman shooting thing yeah. so i was at the thing and then somebody walked in from like the back door it was during the day too so you could see the door open and all the light shine in and i'm like motherfucker you can't do that i mean obviously the guy didn't shoot us obviously but somebody if, with like a concealed carry could have taken that guy if out. somebody had shot that guy on the spot i'd be like yeah you don't do that right now bro. <laughs> how unself-aware don't walk in from the back of the theater <laughs> at the Batman movie now. And he was wearing a trench coat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he had red hair. All right, so the U.S. Army confirmed on Tuesday that the warning was widely distributed after social media posts related to extremists classified as incels were uncovered by intelligence officials at the Federal Bureau of Investigation. All right, so a bunch of incels were posting on social media. Probably 4chan, but, you know, the FBI is always on 4chan. But aren't they constantly doing this, oh, yeah. though? Oh, yeah. so <laughs> shouldn't there be a warning every single... Yeah. Oh, here, here's the motivation. Yeah. I'll, I'll let Brian take us on this last yeah. point. All right. So in the alert that was released, officials claimed that incels idolized the Joker character, stating that they admire his depiction as a man who must pretend to be happy but eventually fights back against bullies. Many incels consider the Joker as an incel mascot. Which, first of all, to be a mascot, you can't talk. <laughs> yeah. Is that a mind? They broke the rule already. <laughs> yeah, you can't. And you have to have a happy face all the time. That's why I thought about that before. You see these uh, sports mascots and people are beating them all the shit. <laughs> and it's like, why are people being so? It's because they're always smiling. Yeah. It doesn't matter how hard <laughs> you hit them. They always have a smile yeah. there. So it's like, it's ah, it's cool. Fun. We can just kick them in the balls yeah. and right. fucking hit him with a bat. And He's smiling. I also just take issue with the name incel and like the connotation that it brings up today. Because by definition, I spent a good chunk of my life as an incel. <laughs> yeah, invo- it's an right? involuntarily celibate. celibate. So, yeah. so I think basically every man, every second that he's not fucking yeah. is it's an incel. incel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every man you'll ever meet would rather be fucking at any point in time. Yeah. I'm married and I'd rather be fucking right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah exactly. That's what, uh, yeah. I mean, I love the podcast, but I'd rather be fucking right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> So that brings us to our, our new segment, Idioms of the Internet. We are going to be doing a deep dive on all the things that are sort of out there in the ether that we don't quite know the origin stories for. Who the fuck is Karen? Whatever happened to Tom from MySpace? We've got all the answers you crave on a new segment called Idioms of the Internet. 
And as you would probably expect on this week, what the fuck is an incel and who is the creator of the term incel and where did it originate from? So do you guys want to take a stab at the origins of the word incel? I like how you spelled idioms two different ways. <laughs> Gotta keep you guys on your toes. Yeah, man, dude, you're just taking this to the next level now. And Brian, just to catch you up, I playfully joke with these guys. I'm sort of like the boss fight for the reading comprehension ability. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad my you. spelling is. I got you. All right. Before we get into the video, any guesses of the origins of the term incel? Like uh, who actually came up with exactly, it? Exactly, exactly. Okay, original use case. Was shot crazy. in the dark, I'm going to guess um, one of these super scholar, scholarly, kind of you know, those academic. Ac academic. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, some academic that's looking for a fancy way of describing assholes. PhD. All right, Bobby, who you got? Uh, I did not realize I was going to have to guess. <laughs> <laughs> so an ill-prepared Bobby will punt this to Brian. Word, I think it's from a lady. From a lady? Yeah. All right, awesome. It was actually a skank. <laughs> you were close. <laughs> Basically, Lori, and let her tell us how oh, she founded go. the incel movement and how it yeah. has evolved. Brian is correct on point one. Beyond. It was 1997 when I started a website called Involuntary Celibacy. I had started dating in my mid-20s. And it had taken me a long time to get there. I was kind of a late bloomer. And when I started dating, I realized that, hey, I'm not the only late bloomer out there. There's other people who have been lonely, who have not really been sure how to approach dating. I identified with all those folks. So yeah. it was sort of like a, a place for people that weren't fucking to come together and apparently talk about not fucking because there was no pictures. And you can tell by her voice that she wasn't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> So that's it. I mean, so I guess, you know, the slippery so, slope 15 years later, now it's pretty much... So she came up with it for pretty tame reasons. Altruistic reasons. But then it got co-opted by somebody that just fucking used it to describe all these assholes that are shooting up the place. Yeah, yeah, the angry neckbeards in the basement of mom's house. Just, <laughs> yeah. you know what I could see? I could see a sci-fi movie coming out with the angle that there's a linear correlation between not fucking by a certain age and you just like a switch clicks off on your brain. Now I have to do a mass shooting. So if you're not dropping your V-card by 30 years old, boom, that's sort of the apocalypse. This is why I think, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I think this is why it's a problem that we don't have legalized prostitution. Exactly. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, exactly. If you just legalize prostitution, then these guys that can't get laid will get laid. And then, all right, now they're cool. Now they're not going to shoot up the yeah. place. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it, it, cause I, actually, you know what? I, I posted this online and then some people were like, oh, well, so you think it because it's illegal? That's what's keeping them from uh, going up press. It's like, yeah. So have you met some of these people? They don't. They're just too scared to do that. Yeah, I mean, like you know, like oh, I might get arrested. I might get in trouble. You know, they don't have good social skills and shit like that. But if it's accepted and if you just let it be a thing that's not so taboo, then yeah, they can just go get late. I would much rather have these incels get a fucking blowjob than yeah. fucking. Dude, shoot up the I th fucking place. I think you just started a movement. I mean, we could do a change.org petition right now <laughs> yeah, to right. make a slush fund for all these incels to get hand jobs at like legit hand job places. But then yeah. what? We're just going to make it safer for prostitutes? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I going to We're just going to legitimize their trade and make right. things safer and offer the same protections that traditional employment yeah, nobody has. Nobody thinks get about the serial killers. Now right. who are they going to kill? Yeah. yeah, they keep on making it a gun debate. It's like, no, this is a 
prostitution debate. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we need to yeah, let get them, at the root of the source here. I mean, to an extent, it would, we actually would benefit if, like, the government just had assigned incel fuckers. Yeah. You know, just like, yeah, yeah your designation is uh, we'll pay you to fuck some incels, and then, you know, we <laughs> that drives down the mass shooting statistics. Yeah, but then we, the next thing you know, we're going to be, be cutting down employees. on human trafficking, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. They would right? be government employees yeah. of like, government employees great. yeah you know what i mean like ladies probably like sign up for that shit i was like i get like benefits and all kinds of shit like yeah. i got a government job you're gonna my hair fucking incels you gotta talk to a prostitute and they're he asking like what do you do for a living they're like i work for the government department of <laughs> homeland security yeah. all right guys so uh, moving on to our next amazing topic unethical life hacks We've scraped the bowels of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare. So set your moral compasses south and join us for this edition of Unethical Life Hacks. All right, so I'll let Brian lead us off here. Spike your kids' vegetables with drugs. So they get addicted to eating healthy. <laughs> so you, just, well, you just sprinkle some meth on it or yeah, something? Yeah, I guess. But there's going to be some other... I think, I think there's going to be other consequences to that. I one. think once they eat some broccoli that doesn't have the meth on it, I think they're going to like flip yeah, shit there. Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> right. They're going to go to some restaurant like, ah, this doesn't taste homemade. Right. <laughs> this is, this isn't it's like not what? like the way my mom is. They're going to really, really love their mom's cooking. Cooking right. <laughs> so the lesser of the They're two trying to here. steal money for their mom's cooking from other people's houses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They won't leave homes. Like go to college. Like, I can't. I need to stay home and eat. <laughs> yeah, there's a kid that really home. wants their mom to pack their lunch every single day. <laughs> well into their sixties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll punt this to an online survey and ask vitamins over heroin addiction. What's the lesser of the evils? I think vitamins might take it. All yeah, right. but heroin makes you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> the first time. Yeah. The first Vitamins time. just make you live longer. And who yeah. wants that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fed. I've been fed up for the last 10 years. <laughs> All right. So it's uh, a mother helping her child light his first cigarette, which is uh, is very sweet. <laughs> so no. like, just from the picture, you think this is beautiful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a mom lighting it. up her eight-year-old's first cigarette. <laughs> Yeah, it says no helmet, mouth guard, or tracking technique can prevent CTE. Learn the best way to protect your child. I should say, because I, I did find this online, and that's basically what they're pitching here, is that kids shouldn't be playing football, which I don't think is such a bad idea. Like, I, I really don't know why you would allow your kid to play fucking football since fucking... Because uh, they're American? Yeah, okay. Well, they yeah. shouldn't have to tackle. Like, you don't have to it's like football, tackle... Right? Until you're like 13 or 14, you know but, what I mean? Like seven-year-olds shouldn't be like hitting each other in the head. Well, and the uh-huh. thing, but the, the other thing too, though, is that if you do get them, it's kind of like uh, if you start them early, then they want to kind of keep playing. And then, you know, when you get to the big boys, that's when you're going to get really fucking fucked up. Yeah. So don't even get them started. It's like don't buy them McDonald's right. when they're three. <laughs> you know, don't get them started on it. Yeah, oh, but yeah. do you have any idea how much you're going to save in college tuition later on? <laughs> it's an investment. Well, then you got medical bills once you get to CTE, <laughs> yeah. so like yeah. it like kind of cancels out, right? And then they go psycho and stab you in the right. fucking throat. Yeah. <laughs> Waking up in those cold sweats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then they go Aaron Hernandez on your fucking ass. 
The game started smoking early, so they don't love football, don't play it, they never get hurt. Yeah, that's the way I interpret it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. get them addicted to cigarettes, and then by the time that they're older, they're, they just don't have the lung capacity yeah, to run. play football anymore. Or any other <laughs> get them smoking at eight years old, they'll, they won't play any they won't sport play, eventually. Yeah, like and they'll get that cool smoky voice, so fucking all sound like <laughs> Tom Waits eventually. There's <laughs> one thing I do like wish, like I wish I had smoked cigarettes when I was a kid. That's, the, that's your one regret in life? Yeah, I didn't smoke cigarettes <laughs> as a kid. I missed that window. It's like, it would be weird for me to just pick up smoking cigarettes now. It would be like, stupid. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. My parents used reverse psychology to get me to not smoke. At 12 years old, they were like, hey, Ian, you want to smoke with us? It'll be fun. Come on. I was like, you guys are lame. And I just never smoked uh, again the rest of my life. Oh, really? So uh, that parenting hack actually worked on me. Dad did that with me with sex. <laughs> like, hey, he had sex with you and he liked it so much. Did your dad do that too? Or he was like, hey, let's go fight. <laughs> like, ah, nah, I don't want to fuck you, dad. Your first sexual experience was double teaming some chick with your dad. <laughs> now I'm a celibate dad. Now I'm an incel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how that got started. <laughs> That would be a great defense to use in court. It's like, no, listen, I, I wasn't really trying to fuck him. It was reverse psychology. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept saying, okay, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, was he was like, so agreeable, you know? Yeah, he was like, someday he'll learn. They don't apply that. Like if a kid get caught, gets caught smoking or drinking or something, they'll make them do that thing. Oh, until yeah. they don't want to do it anymore. They'll do you that know? with sex. You yeah. catch your kid having sex. <laughs> no, well, you're going to fuck all these people <laughs> since you want to go out Yeah, until sex. you get AIDS. Until <laughs> you get AIDS. Nope, keep fucking. <laughs> You'll learn. That could be another defense. I was like, yeah, I was just trying to, you know how people uh, get, uh, apparently it's a thing where kids, did we talk about this? Now we've gotten to the point of the podcast where I'm having to ask, like, did we talk about we this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every other time like I listen to Stan Hope's podcast and his memory is shit because he fucking drinks all the time so every other episode is like ah did we already talk about this like now I'm fucking because I get yeah because I get hammered at these fucking podcasts too but uh, yeah isn't it a thing that parents get their kids in a room so they can all get sick and then they, uh, and it kind of inoculates them to dude. whatever yes. the yes. yeah those child orgies. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's like now I just wanted him to fuck a lot so then he can get the AIDS early, and then now he's uh, <laughs> immune when he's uh, twelve. Yeah, yeah. Child inoculation party. Yeah, get him. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Call back. <laughs> All right. All right. She won't get an abortion. Financially support her bad habits. And pray for the best. <laughs> <laughs> and in the description, it says, if she's a smoker, buy her cartons. If she's a drinker, always have a bottle handy. If she does meth, <laughs> well, why'd you stick your dick in her? But hey, <laughs> give her some meth money. This is meth money. This is tricky, though, because, okay, say she is a, a boozer and then you just keep feeding her drinks. But somehow she still fucking yeah. delivers it. And now it's got fetal alcohol oh, syndrome. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. now you're even more fucked. The oh, real dude. life hack is to live in a walk-up apartment. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about Ray Carruth, but like in a different way. Ray Carruth? Yeah. Oh, the dude that like, you know, he had like, the, like the hit man on his uh, baby mama to like oh, kill her. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah that's the kid. right. Now I he's forgot. like 19, but he's like special needs. Dude, and then and he... He did tried he get, to get out like, of custody like when he got out of jail. He's out of jail now, right? Yeah, yeah. Just within the last year or two, he yeah, got out of jail. Yeah. And then he tried to get custody. Like, yeah, I remember that. It's like, yo, you tried to kill me. Like, why? I remember when that was going on. Because, yeah, this dude, he was part of the Panthers, right? He got right. drafted yeah. by the Panthers. Yeah. And then he got his girl pregnant. And then sent some hitmen out to shoot her, mm -hmm. and they killed her. Right, but yeah. the baby survived. The baby, yeah. But he had like mental disabilities. Right, 
And he went to jail for it for what, like 15 years or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, up to he was like a teenager. Yeah, they sent like the baby to jail years. for 15 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like, and then go they got, when he got out, he was like trying to get custody of the kid that he almost tried to murder. Like, yeah, I was like, that, that would have been like the greatest sitcom ever. I tried to kill you. Oops, I tried to Oops. kill you. <laughs> so sorry. Awkward conversations in the kitchen. Yeah, that, yeah, that would have been must see TV. <laughs> so, real quick. Before our next segment, we wanted to talk a little bit about the show in general. We're in the middle of making season one right now. Part of what will determine if we have a season two next is how much traction we get. So it's all up to you guys. If you dig the show, subscribe, tell your friends, review us online, connect with us on social media at Indecorous Comedy on Facebook and Instagram, and Indecorous Pod on Twitter. But the biggest thing you can do to help keep us going is to check out our Patreon campaign. It's one of the coolest Patreon campaigns around. We have some of the best perks, multiple pricing tiers, and obviously, there's a lot of work that goes into making these shows, so it would really help us out along the way and help us justify doing a second season down the road. So check all that out at indecorouscomedy.com. And while you're over there, check out all the other cool stuff we have. We have hilarious animated videos, indecorous meme dumps, and we also sell physical copies of insane retro ads from your favorite corporations that you didn't even know existed. So if you're digging what you hear so far, connect with us, and help us spread the indecorous word. Moving on to our next segment, gang. Factor Farce. In this segment, we will dazzle you and fill your brain so full of knowledge that blood will be dripping out of your nose. You'll be the hero around the water cooler tomorrow as you regurgitate the amazing truth that you will soon learn. So here's how the game's going to work. So I'll give you guys two tidbits. One is fact. One is farce. You'll have to take a gander and pick and choose. And I'll let Mr. Bobby lead us off. So not only are you taxed on illegal income, but if you steal money from your employer, treat it as ordinary income and pay taxes, then give it back. You can write it off the next year. Sounds pretty crazy, right? Yeah, but aren't you still going to jail for embezzlement? That's for you to decide, I mean, yeah, from a tax standpoint, you might be square, but (laughs) from a prison standpoint... I love it when we get into legal debates here. (laughs) I mean, you know, if you look at Plessy versus Jackson in 33, (laughs) uh, I don't know if that stands the president of... uh, Of the Commerce Clause, right? (laughs) Yeah, the Commerce Clause in the Fifth Amendment. All right, so Bobby, what's this next one here? Option two is dead people don't have to pay taxes because obviously they are dead. That one is not true because people's estates have to pay mm. taxes. And oh. All right, so you're going fact. I will give Bobby the ding, so he is correct. Dead people have to pay taxes, and you can, in fact, write off a deduction if you steal money. The IRS isn't the fucking uh, FBI. They don't give a shit. They just want the fucking Wait, so uh, both of them are true? No, the uh, dead people... Do have to pay taxes. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the p- previous one is false. Yeah. Oh, so, I see, I see, I see. I got yeah, you, I got so you. The first gotcha, one's gotcha. true, the second one is false. Uh, Honestly, we get confused every week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the most conflict that ever happens in this podcast is during factor false. <laughs> <laughs> There's been Russian interference, yeah. all kinds of shit going on. Yeah, it goes from factor farce to fuck this shit real quick. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so let me call my lawyer. All right, now I'll let Brian close his on these last two here. All right. The word shit comes from the term ship high in transit. This was coined as a common instruction for shipping cargoes carrying manure. The manure were firm it below deck and become flammable. 
after several boats caught fire and killed everyone on deck, chip high in transit be- because... <laughs> oh, it became... I was about to say... Welcome to our nightmare. <laughs> boss fight. I'm, I'm your boss fight. I'm everyone's boss fight. So just, you're I was like, fight. dude... Uh, oh, boy. Oh, all right. Ship high in transit <laughs> became a very common shipping instruction with any type of fecal product. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, the term dead ringer comes from an old-timey courtship practice where men would ring bells to pick up women. The really hot women would be called dead ringers because men would ring bells at them so often. Those sound very two. convincing. I believe option one is farce. Oh, shit. So, so, yeah, so, so that is, in fact, the origin of the word shit. Wow. And for option two, here's the real sauce on that. So yeah. England is old and small, and the local folks started running out of places to bury people because there's not enough land, right? So they would dig up coffins, and they would take the bones <laughs> to a bone house. And yeah, that's what I graves. call my bedroom. A <laughs> <laughs> bone house, if you know what I mean. Because <laughs> right. of, of all the bodies. <laughs> yeah. So when they then dug these things up, they found that statistically about one out of 25 coffins were found to have scratch marks on the inside. So they realized they had been burying people alive. So what they did was tie... They would clip the nails of the people so they wouldn't... <laughs> <laughs> no more trouble from you, young yeah, man. Let's clip You're the dead. nails before we bury. They would tie the tie a string on the wrist of the corpse, and then basically let them have a little bell to it. So someone would have to sit outside the graveyard and do the graveyard You're shift. Right. This is where the term graveyard shift came from: to sit outside. And stare at people recently buried to listen for the bell because yeah. you're, in the, you're in the coffin. If you're not really dead. You'd pull the string, ring the bell, <laughs> and someone would uh, come and be yeah. saved by the bell. So we got three origin stories: <laughs> <laughs> saved by the bell, the graveyard shift, dead ringers. Boom. Building would this come is, rescue you. Like, yo, yo, I'm just drunk. Like, yo, open the and you know, Screech, his name came from the scratching. That happened. <laughs> it's all, it's all coming together now. <laughs> It's just a fucking variation of scratching. So he was actually buried alive saved one time, but he screeched so loud he was saved yeah, by the bell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, how many of these people that are were on graveyard shift were just like hearing something? They're like, ah, oh, fuck it, man, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, like digging like, anything? I'm not, re- I'm not digging this shit up, man. <laughs> I'm having and a really the next good day, I was like, right hey, now. so did anybody ring a bell? I was like, nah. No, no, yeah. no, no. Yep. Oh, it's tonight. been quiet again tonight. Yeah. Seven <laughs> years, not a single <laughs> ring. I was <laughs> having sex with the cemetery slag. Yeah. <laughs> or even worse, you hire a necrophiliac gravedigger that's, you know, saying that all of these people were, uh, you know, ringing the bell. <laughs> Close this out with our Pornhub comments of the week. And this week we got a very special Pornhub comments edition. We are doing the fire and fury and passion of the Cock Ninja. So we've dug through the bowels of Cock Ninja's Pornhub stash and we have found the most amazing zingers from the Cock Ninja. This is pretty good. I don't know if you guys are uh, fans of Cock Ninja, but you soon will be. I still think Cock Ninja's a myth. 
I've said this before for all the fans, but I mean, listen, if Cock Ninja is so great, then you would never notice him. <laughs> so, so, so this is where we put Carlos's hypothesis to the test. So I got curious. I'm just going to see if I can find this fucker on Pornhub. And sure enough, boom, found the guy. And turns Damn. out he's not only been an a video and was just a commenter, but he's actually got his own amateur porn channel on Pornhub. And he has like fucking 500 porns. And he's yeah. Is so, that the terminology? He's got 500 porns? <laughs> I'm not sure if that means videos or points. Like, uh, yeah, who, who the hell knows? All right, but he's got some fucking fire in his comments. That's for damn sure. Oh, we're about to go through the comments. I love porn comments. I'll let Bobby lead us off here. Verified Skywalker 911 <laughs> has recorded with a potato. And then verified cock ninja. Here he comes. Yeah, it was recorded with a cheap handycam from 2005. Thanks for noticing. It's called amateur porn douche canoe. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have money for anything nice, but we sure did change the fucking genre back in 2014. <laughs> yep, recorded with a potato. Your mom. <laughs> oh, like cock, ninja. cock ninja has come back. He has some clapbacks, huh? Okay. I mean, I like how he started this kind this of. It's almost like like a sob story. It's almost like he's he's writing the grapes of wrath here. Like <laughs> back in the day, we didn't have these fancy HD cameras. We did the best with what we, we did had. The old school. You had to fuck your sister back then. You didn't have other fucking chicks that you didn't know. That's not the normal in between moans. <laughs> yeah. He records these live every single week. <laughs> we, think, we think Ian's reusing how's this. That, no, dude. How's that voiceover work going, Ian? Yeah. <laughs> I got a new one every time. I'll let Carlos read this bottom one here because apparently someone makes a comment of giving some negative feedback and then boom, Cock Ninja. So this is Cock Ninja's reply. Yep. He says, can you not read the fucking title, Douche Nozzle? <laughs> All right, so it went from canoe to nozzle. <laughs> Give him credit for that. Her name was Dylan Vox, but she changed it to Skylar Vox because I guess she liked that better. Either way, the fucking name has been in the title of the video the entire time. Read. Jesus Christ, you fucking morons. Smell worse than smegma sandwiches sitting in the sun on a fucking scorching hot goddamn motherfucking day, yo. <laughs> Fuck. I need more intelligent fans. Fuck my fucking life, bro. <laughs> I actually, okay, all right. You just I mean, channeled Cock Ninja cock perfectly. Cock. Right, right, right. I'm doing the silent bowing right here. You yeah, just killed I, it, dude. I felt that one. I felt that one. As a person that works in porn, it is quite frustrating when they keep changing their name. I recently got a job in the porn industry where I uh, get porn videos and I identify who the stars are okay. in the video and the scenes. And so it's really frustrating when someone used to go by Vanilla Vox and then they changed it to Chocolate Vox. And it's like, oh, dude, you know, yeah. it's Would, like, damn. Because, yeah, when they get those racial transplants, you they know? go from Vanilla to Chocolate <laughs> Vox. <laughs> they're they're makes, transitioning. Are there any like well-known porn stars that broke through after the name change? I think some porn stars, they started off like as amateurs and then they like found their niche they put those ten thousand hours and then they're in. just like you know what i'm just gonna be you know like this 400 pound person and just uh accept <laughs> things they remind me of like rappers or something you know what i mean like you know how like 
like young like Jizzy. you find your audience so you just <laughs> yeah, stay Jizzy. with your audience you know what i mean like it's like it's like i used to be robert steinberg but then <laughs> i found success as carlos valencia so yeah. i just pretend to be yeah. and you're right mid segue to it. you're segueing into what comedian he'd be fooling listen man i'm trying to assume my ultimate form <laughs> <laughs> He's good. he got accepted like festivals yeah. comedian he'd be, he'd be fooling, fooling now, oh, dude. and then by the way call back to our mcdonald's episode yeah. on that one. <laughs> All right, so I'll... I'll <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Brian, take us home here. All right. More talking into it. Dark dick dude. Coming from a religious black family with strict rules, I love these videos for the simple fact that I lost my virginity to my sister and had great <laughs> sex with her for years. Keep up the good work, bruh. And Cock Ninja, Cock Ninja Verified says, thanks, man. I needed that today. Cock Ninja's got a softer side. Uh, no douche canoe uh, reference on this thread. Imagine living that life where you're like, what you need today is somebody telling you that they fucked their sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, dude, I've had a rough day, man. I, if somebody could just tell me that they fucked their sister, yeah. dude. Hey, God closes the door, man. I mean, he opens hey, the window. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> blessings on top of blessings. <laughs> really? Yeah, I really needed that. Yeah, it was right, an inspirational you know, quote. What was happening in his day where it's like, you know what? This incest comment just made, you know what? I really needed to hear that. Maybe yeah. he was looking at charts of incest porn losing <laughs> this popularity. Is that, that hit the spot. Right. Yeah, yeah. Man. That, you know how when you're talking to somebody and they're like, ah, you, you know, my, my uncle used to fuck me in the ear hole. And then you're like, ah, that's what I needed, bro. <laughs> I was about to fucking put my mouth on a shotgun, but after I hear that, I can make it another day. And then call back to our ear hole plug-in <laughs> yeah. episode. That's there you go. It's, everything's a callback. Now, did we talk about this already? I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> a callback to a callback. I love it. Can we get much higher? We did a deep dive on incels. Found out the origins of the word incel. We had pretty awesome round of indecorous games where we learned about the word shit and we learned about cock ninja he's winning me over all right so brian you got anything you want to plug before we wrap find me on the twitter and instagram at i am brian o'neill uh, that's brian with an i that's o'neill with one l i couldn't spell that by the way you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not uh, going to be spelled right on the website i'll just tell you that right now. <laughs> 